Hello all, welcome to the 73rd episode of Snippets. I am Dr. Shivaranjani, resident of Shankar Netralia Chennai, your host for the episode on Vitamin A and the I. Here we have Dr. Shruti Ashwin, alumnus of Shankar Netralia for the talk. Over to you Dr. Shruti. Our body requires many vitamins of which some are fat and some are water soluble. The fat soluble vitamins are Vitamin A, D, E and K. The water-soluble vitamins are vitamin B and C. In this talk, we shall discuss the most important vitamin required for the eye, that is vitamin A. Vitamin A is one of the essential vitamins as it cannot be synthesized in our body. Hence, it has to be consumed in our diet. Vitamin A is recognized as being essential for all the vertebrates, for normal vision, for reproduction, cell tissue differentiation and functioning of the immune system. Vitamin A also plays a critical role in neonatal development, norm, normal embryonic development and hematopoiesis. Vitamin A is obtained from the diet where its main form is as retinal esters also called as preformed vitamin A. This is found primarily in certain foods of animal origin. Liver Kidney of meat are very rich in vitamin A. Other meats, milk and cheese have moderate amounts. Fruits and vegetables are rich in pro-vitamin A carotenoids, especially yellow and orange colored vegetables such as pumpkin, squash, carrots and sweet potato. Green leafy vegetables such as spinach and broccoli are also rich in vitamin A. The metabolism of vitamin A once ingested the retinal esters must be hydrolyzed in the intestines for the absorption of vitamin A. Most of the vitamin A is absorbed if the fat in the meal is around 10 grams. When the vitamin A status is adequate, humans store the vitamin A in the liver within the stellate cells. When the vitamin A status is deficient, vitamin A stores can be mobilized and used by the extrahepatic tissue. In the target tissues, Retinol is either esterified into retinal esters for storage or it is oxidized into retinoic acid for its function. In the eye, Levensis retinal is formed. Vitamin A is required for the maintenance of the epithelial function. In the intestines, a normal mucus secreting epithelium that is goblet cell function is an effective barrier against pathogens that can cause diarrhea. Similarly, in the respiratory tract, urinary tract, pancreatic duct, salivary duct, there is increased infection rate in case of deficiency. The combination of defective epithelial barrier leading to infection, low immune response and lowered response to inflammatory stress are all due to insufficient vitamin A, which can cause poor growth and serious health problems in children. In the eye, vitamin A is required for the maintenance of the conjunctival and the corneal epithelium deficiency of which can lead to xerosis. It is also mainly required by the retinal cells for phototransduction. The global epidemiology is that 1 in 14 million children worldwide are vitamin A deficient. Vitamin A deficiency is the second most prevalent nutritional disorder after protein energy malnutrition. Around 2.5 to 5 lakh xerophthalmic children become blind annually and up to half will die in one year of losing their vision. Improving the vitamin A status of all the deficient children could prevent 1 to 3 million deaths per year. 
This is seen mainly in developing countries in Asia and in Africa. In developed countries, it's seen in psychiatric patients, chronic alcoholics, patients with cystic fibrosis that is due to fat malabsorption and also in patients who have had surgical procedures involving jejunoileal bypass. The most characteristic and specific sign of vitamin A deficiency are eye leaves, but they manifest rather late in progression. An early sign is delayed dark adaptation, a result of reduced resynthesis of rhodopsin. Later, when the vitamin A deficiency is more advanced, it can lead to night blindness. This is due to the absence of retinal visual pigment rhodopsin. Photophobia is a common symptom. The pathophysiology is as such. The pigment epithelium keratinizes. Therefore, the pigment epithelium degenerates, so the rods and cones have no support and eventually break down resulting in blindness. Children present with difficulty in finding their toys or food or way about in the house in the dark. It responds to vitamin A therapy within 24 to 48 hours. Disturbance of the epithelial function leads to xerophthalmia. The stages of xerophthalmia are XN is night blindness, X1A is conjunctival xerosis, X1B is when bitot spots are seen, X2 is corneal xerosis, X3A is corneal ulceration involving less than one third of the cornea. X3B is corneal ulceration involving more than one third of the cornea. XS is corneal scarring. XF is xerophthalmic fundus which is seen generally in adults. In conjunctival xerosis, the cornea is dull, lusterless, non-wettable, opaque and thickened. Although the tears may be plentiful, as they drain off, the xerotic patch tends to stand out like sandbanks at receding tide. Histologically, the metaplasia of the conjunctival epithelium from its normal columnar cells to a stratified squamous type is seen. Prominent granular layer is apparent and loss of goblet cells with formation of metaplastic keratinized surface. Bitot spots are dirty white, silvery grey, foamy triangular in shape patches which are seen in the conjunctival area, usually bilateral and seen on the temporal side of the bulbar conjunctival. In some, the keratinizing metaplasia induced by vitamin A deficiency persists after the treatment of vitamin A. Responsive lesions heal within 1-2 to two weeks of treatment. They do not recur after simple excision. Corneal xerosis the earliest manif corneal manifestation of vitamin A deficiency is a fluorescein-positive superficial punctate keratopathy, often limited to the inferonasal quadrant. It is already present in most people with night blindness and bitot spot. The cornea is dull, dry and lusterless. The patient may be photophobic but the eye is white and quiet. There is disturbance of the pre-corneal tear film due to xerosis. Uncomplicated corneal xerosis responds rapidly to systemic vitamin A therapy. Healing begins within 1-4 to four days and usually completed by 1 day. Corneal ulceration Earliest, mildest and the most classic of xerophthalmic ulcers is a small, sharply punched out, partial or full th thickness defect usually located in the periphery of the nasal quadrant. Full thickness defects are usually 
plucked with iris with the anterior chamber remaining formed. They heal rapidly with vitamin A therapy. Large ulcers are irregularly shaped and may extend to the pupillary axis. They can also occur with a secondary bacterial infection. Localized stromal destruction may resemble a full thickness liquefactive necrosis that is keratomalacia which leads to a formation of desmetosyl. The pathogenesis of a corneal ulceration is that vitamin A is involved in the corneal metabolism. Specific retinol binding proteins are present in the epithelium, keratocytes and endothelium. Trauma and secondary infection act as catalysts to the vitamin A deficiency. Sloughing of the cornified epithelium by the lid action. Reduction in the hemidesmosomes and increase in the inflammatory cells, polymorphonucleosides, which secrete proteases like collagenases leading to keratomalacia cornea. Corneal scars are similar to other causes of corneal scars, typically involving the lower nasal quadrant. One eye may be severely affected than the other. Xerotic fundus is seen in some causes of vitamin A deficiency, especially in older patients, in patients with chronic disease. Pale yellow spots are seen near the course of the retinal vessels and in the retinal periphery. They represent the focal loss of pigment at the level of other RPE. A dense cotoma congruent with the area of involvement is sometimes present. These changes respond to vitamin A therapy. Visual fields return to normal in 1 to 2 The retinal lesions fade over 1 to 4 months. Mild pigmentary mottling on FFA may persist longer. The management of vitamin A can be divided into treatment and prevention. Treatment involves first treatment of vitamin A deficiency, treatment of the underlying cause such as protein energy malnutrition and third is eye care. Treatment starts with first prompt recognition of children with or who are at high risk of developing active disease. Second, immediate administration of doses of vitamin A. Third, treatment of underlying systemic illness and protein energy malnutrition. Third, along with ophthalmic care. Vitamin A dosage immediately on diagnosis depends on the age of the child. Child less than 6 months, the vitamin A dosage is 50,000 international units orally. 6 to 12 months is 1 lakh international units orally. More than 1 year is 2 lakhs international units orally. The same dosage is repeated the next day and then after 2 weeks to boost the liver reserves. Women in the reproductive age with night blindness or bitot spots should be given 5,000 to 10,000 international units daily for 4 weeks not exceeding 10,000 international. According to vitamin A prophylaxis schedule, first, infants less than 6 months should be given 50,000 international units, that is, in non-breastfed infants or breastfed infants whose mothers have not received supplemental vitamin A. Infants 6 to 12 months is 1 lakh international units, children more than 12 months is 2 lakh international Mothers should receive 2 lakh international units within 8 weeks of delivery. All the doses are oral. Children with chronic diarrhea, protein energy malnutrition, worm infestation, measles and acute respiratory infection. A single dose of 2 lakh international units orally should be given. Prophylaxis also includes health education on dietary resources of vitamin A, periodic vitamin A supplementation, fortification of vitamin A in dietary items, 
immunization against measles, treatment of intestinal parasites and encouraging breastfeeding. Care of the eye includes treatment of the underlying vitamin E deficiency as discussed above. In mild cases of xerosis and bitot spots, lubricant, eye drops and ointment can be prescribed. In cases with surface inflammation, along with lubricants, mild steroids have to be added. Infection has to be ruled out before the start of topical steroids. In case of corneal ulceration, it is very important to differentiate between sterile and infective ulcers. Antibiotic eye drops every 6 to 8 hourly is to be used judiciously in cases with secondary bacterial infection along with lubricant. Whereas sterile ulcers can be treated with topical steroids and lubricant. Other causes of xerosis have to be looked for, example, exposure keratitis, thyroid eye disease, lag of thalmos, and if any present, have to be treated independently. Lid and adnexa have to be looked carefully for lid margin keratinization. If the patient is photophobic, use of, use of midriatics for symptomatic. Surgical treatment, that is excision of the xerotic lesion, is done only if it is affecting the cosmesis, vision or causing patient discomfort. The newest treatment modality is use of topical vitamin A, that is Iflomax is the name of the drug, which contains vitamin A palmitate, 1000 international units and carbomel, which is a lubricant, which is used in ocular surface disorders. Thank you. Thank you for the talk, Dr. Shruti. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more episodes. Bye-bye.